we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot and Bravo, part of the Butter to Pop podcast. I'm Eddie Estrada. And I'm Matthew McFarland. How are you, Eddie? How's Mexico? You're still there. <laughs> still here. Gonna be here for one more episode as well after this. Um, it's good. I'm very happy. My family, you you left, and then my family came right. in. So we've, we've switched the cast of characters in my White Lotus fantasy. Um, Correct. I am back in New York and you are still in the White Lotus fully. Truly. Um, I was watching an episode today and I was like, wow, I, I could honestly, I might write, um, send what's his name? Mike White. Is that the guy who created White Lotus? Yes. Writer and director. Correct. I might write a spec script about and this facility. Well, it's Mexican independence this weekend. So oh, we've had cool. a lot of newcomers come to the the villa. We've got a new new <laughs> new people entering the villa. What's that saying or whatever? Amazing. Um, and honestly, I'm like, there's some children, and you know me. I'm like, the kids are running amok, and I'm like, no, it's too much for you. But the 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 people who work here are like not down with the kids either so oh cool so you're all on the same team so we're all on the same team my you know my boy wilbur my boy victor isad you know the, the you know the crew great i love it i love it um how are things in new um, york good the weather is nice and cold it's winter time so it feels very um wintry and very seasonal like we're heading into the christmas and hanukkah thanksgiving times it's very exciting um it was a very light week for Bravo, though. I, I, I know I, I texted you asking if I was missing anything, but we just have our three shows today. It's like a light little week before we get into the Thanksgiving holiday. I know. We're, we're really keeping it close to the, to the chest with these episodes. I mean, we, just, we were thinking about whether or not we were going to do Winter House yet, and I know there was some Winter House drama. No. Oh, no. But, like, no. we – I don't – I mean, it's already a struggle it, to I'm watch. I'm not in the mood. You're not in the mood. Yeah, it's, it's too much. I have to tell you – as much as like the the VPN works, my internet keeps crashing. So it takes me a little. I don't know. I think it's because more people are here, and that like the internet now is like kind of wonky. But like, yeah, because it was fine for me. It was. I mean, it's been perfect up until. Well, also, my entire family has come in and is trying to use the internet. Plus, now we've got all these newcomers entering oh, the villa. Yeah, so there's so. a lot more traffic than there was before. Yes. So uh, okay. it took me a second to watch these episodes, but nonetheless, I did stay up last night to while well, I was I'm learning to knit. So I've been knitting and watching. Oh, great. Bravo. We're knitting in Mexico. Great. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Making some scarves for when I get back to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then let's go somewhere where it's nice and warm. Let's go to Family Karma where they're still yes. in Cancun. So they're also in um, Mexico. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was I mean. I, I thought we had seen like most of the fanfare, most of like the big ooh la la sensation, like moments of the wedding, but like the ceremony did not disappoint. It was incredibly extravagant. Um, Risha looked incredible in that red wedding dress. Um, seeing her and Loba on the bed before getting so excited, like this is, it, it was like, you know, I know Vishal like nearly ruined it with his drinking before the wedding and we were nervous if he was going to wake up or not, which by the way, a 9.30 a.m. wedding is 
the funniest thing I've ever heard. Well, because the uh, wedding but it is makes sense. three hours long. They got to get it started. But they also have, it has to be like, there were, there's a specific time that the priest like scanned the stars for. And that was the, that was the time when all the planets were aligned for them to get married. So, I mean, honestly, great. You have like an early wedding, you take a break and then you have uh, the reception in the evening. Right. Yeah. You have um, a nap break. I would l- honestly taking notes. I mean, you know me, taking I love, notes. I love a nap. I love a nap. <laughs> you are the king uh, of naps. But yeah, it, I, I also thought Vishal looked cool in the pink turban. Uh, yeah. You know, it was a little wild that everyone was talking the entire time, but uh, I, I thought it was beautiful. Everyone seemed so happy. I'm glad Vishal got together and didn't sleep through his alarm. Although I guess he blacked out at the end of the wedding and we yeah, find we'll, out what, we'll he did something bad. Yeah, we'll get to that. But no, to touch back on kind of getting ready for the wedding uh, there was a couple really beautiful moments that I wanna that I wanna talk about because really this episode was just about Richa and Vishal. And yes. first we like you said, we had the moment with Lopa and Risha and they were talking about the red bangles and putting those on. And it was really beautiful to see that moment and kind of see I, I love how we're seeing less villain Lopa this season and more like Mama Lopa. I love her. I think she is yes. she's probably one of my favorite aunties on the show right now. I think she's first of all so funny. She's so real. And I think that's I think that was kind of, you know, demonized the first couple of seasons where she's a little bit different from the traditions. But I think it, that makes me like her more because she is traditional in a sense, but she's just kind of doing her modern take on it and is way more open to how things are. Um, well, and I think the speech she gave at the reception, uh, talking about her dad and talking about their relationship, just seeing her open up in that way, it just it it made a lot of sense. Like where yes. Lope is coming from is now much more clear, in my eyes. No, I I completely agree. Yeah, she's and sh- that that speech I got a little bit emotional. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was drinking my little Yoli knitting and I had a little tear come down and I was like, <laughs> she's just got to give her away. But I also really, really liked the, it kind of was funny, but I liked the moment where all of the husbands were giving advice to Vishal the night before. Oh my God. That was and hilarious. It a montage. It was so good. I also loved how um, Bali's boyfriend, or is it their husband? I don't know what they are. Like partner. I'm I can't partner. remember. I, I, yeah, like basically not married, but like on their way to They're married. on their way. I loved him. I loved him giving his two pieces. I want to know what he said when he goes, I'm a Scorpio. So that comes easy. I'm like, what? I thought of you. I was like, I, I wonder what the context was of that comment. I'm sure it was like, I was, I'm sure it was like understanding the needs before you need them. Cause you know, all Scorpios are psychic. So we have that innate ability to kind of know, n- read the room, read the vibe and be like, it is time for me to walk out of this room or it's time for me to, I, I can, 100%. I can communicate. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of which, like, Vishal, like, again, I'm glad that he got his shit together, but the guy can drink. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in my 30s now and I cannot do that anymore. Like, I, there are times when I try and God knows it does not go over well. I (laughs) know. Yeah, it's not good. I, so I can't understand how he is able to put it back so easily. I mean, not easily. He ends up blacking out, but like, it, it took him like a couple days to get there. It, like, you know, also, he was p- pretty much drunk the entire wedding. Also, the whole thing he keeps saying where he's like, I didn't drink for six weeks so I could drink as much as I wanted at this wedding. Um, That is the stupidest thing. That's going to lower your tolerance and you're going to get drunk so much yeah. easier. 
Exactly. Exactly what I thought as well. I when I in college when I had a big event that I needed to drink for and I knew I was gonna be drinking, I would I would prep. I would you know every night I would have a couple shots. It's like stretching. Yeah. Uh huh. Hundred percent. It's like stretching. It's like calisthenics. You gotta just make sure you're warmed up. Yeah. Um. Um. You know, I know we've talked about how Monica and her man, we were going to see their relationship start to fracture. I just didn't realize it would be this quick. This soon. Like, at the wedding, they're flat out talking about how they are not on the same page whatsoever. He's at like, all. He's like, I'm only 29. I'm not ready to settle down. Like, I, I you know, I, I don't even know if marriage is the thing for me. And she's like, this is all I want. The, pa- the panic in her eyes was real. She was not... expecting him to be so blunt I don't think no I don't think so either and I think you know I I, you know there is I guess there for me there is an an understanding being like I'm not ready yet but him being like Mm -hmm. but it is something I want to look to and it is something I see with you but right at this time in our lives I don't think it's it we need it now if he would have said that I would have been like he's gonna marry her but he's flat out like I don't even know if it's my thing dude I don't know if this is my vibe oh it it made me very nervous I was like oh this is not good at all I think there is a conversation to be had about being like you know what we are a little young not super young but like we need to kind of get our lives together because it's very expensive to get married and do the whole thing and well especially these kinds of weddings it looks like they the bill runs up Pretty quick. Well, I, I did like how Amrit was like to Nicholas. He was like, ours is going to be so much different from this. He was like, it is going to be classy <laughs> yeah. and, and controlled. Yeah, like they're going to do the same traditions and stuff, but no, they're not going to be like this. This it, it's, it was very clear watching this wedding, like as, as amazing as it was. Like this, Risha and Vishal both have it in their minds that this is the greatest day of their lives. Yes. Like this is the best. It's this is the best it's going to get. This years is the- in the making. Yeah, like so they they spared no expense because I just don't think I think they think it's all downhill from here. Like in some respects, <laughs> I mean it might be. I mean it was downhill the moment you know, the 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 party ended, which I'll get to in a second. But a couple more things I wanted to talk about the wedding before we talk about the after party. Um, right. So I loved that they when they came in on the boats, and usually it's only supposed to be the woman coming in on the boat, and they both did like a Bollywood kind of very boat battle. Cool. I thought that was so fun and so cool. I mean, and then they in, they integrated Holly into the event, even though it's like because it's not really anything. Risha was saying she's like, I just love the color run, so I just wanted to like dump like amazing paint on everyone in powdered powdered colors, and I was like, that's so much fun. I just love how they kind of fully em- like embrace what they wanted to do while still holding true to the t- traditions that I think their family really wanted to see. I loved the idea of um, having the entire ceremony on the popcorn buckets so that people yep. could follow uh-huh. along. I had um I had went to a wedding and my friend it was outside and she had fans and the fans had the whole rundown of the wedding instead of programs so you could be fanning yourself and like look at the the program I thought that that's was really so fun. smart I love that but I loved how they kind of explained everything on the buckets because there's so much to do so they needed all four you know sides of that bucket <laughs> right um, right right and yeah I don't know I just I it really makes me like want to go to an Indian wedding like any of my Indian friends let me know if you're getting married anytime soon. I don't. I think I have like one or two, and I don't think I'll be invited to the wedding. Um, it seemed like a great time. Like it seemed like it was a riot. It seems like so much fun. Okay, I want to talk about Brian. Um, what is he doing? What is he doing? I feel like he's just so desperate that he's like, I just am gonna try to get anything right now. I think he's going through a little bit of a crisis. I think he's freaking out a little bit about like 
you know, I think he thought things were really going to go with Monica number two, but it's yet again, another Monica where things are just like not lining up. Cause Brian is kind of holding on to his youth. He's not wanting to really grow up, but I think he's just freaking out. I think that him trying with Envy so hard is quite sad and she's not right for him. Like they're not a good fit and you can feel it. Like they're just not right. I think Brian needs to like look inside, look inward and deal with himself. And that's the thing. I think like on, I guess on paper, it seems like it would work. You know what I mean? But like Mm -hmm. there's no real anything there. Like they just, it's all like, Oh, you do this. I do this. You do this. I do this. Should we kiss? It's the, and that's like not a relationship. So I'm totally no. on team Brian's mom. What's her name again? I forget, but I love her. I think she is on the right. She's path. the best. She Brian's parents are the, my favorite. I think of the parents. Like oh. they're, they're pretty uh, hilarious. I don't know. I hate to say it. I love them, but I hate to say, I always say this, but the dad reminds me of my dad. Oh, he just does. I know. He doesn't oh, a hundred percent. But like the vibe, hundred like, percent. That is my father. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. This episode ends. He's like, you know, Vishal's like, you know, I thought I made make it through. They're talking about how the wedding night's the most important night because it's like when they consummate the marriage officially in the parents' eyes and all of that. And then you hear Vishal go, but I blacked out. And when I woke up and looked to write to me, there wasn't Risha. It was Amrit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, of course. I'm ended up very nervous to Amrit. find out what he did. I'm very, very nervous to find out like the damage he, the havoc he wreaked upon yeah, everybody. The, the, the post blackout like anxiety is next level for me and seeing it on screen. It just, I, it, I mean, I felt it. I'm an empath. I feel things and I felt, that. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, yeah, I, oh, I'm very nervous. I mean, I think they're going to be fine, but I think that it's, it's not starting off on the best note, but again, I think they're fine. I think it's going to be, it'll Rashad will just have to do a big mea culpa as he has to usually. If that's going to be his whole life, that should, that, they should name their kid mea culpa because it's like, <laughs> that's what, that's who he is. That's their relationship. Um, but yeah, it Ugh. was a beautiful wedding. I love family karma. I love that it's back. Um, I'm I love really that we're going to have, this is, oh, this is one of two weddings that we're going to have. Maybe three if Anisha decides to show us anything about hers, but it's, it's wedding season here on Family Karma for sure. I, I know. I'm very excited to see, you know, Amri and Nicholas's wedding, which I know, I think that's probably going to be the finale. That's what I assume. Probably. Uh, but yeah, I am really interested to get back into Anisha's story. I know you have thoughts and feelings about her, but I do like Anisha as a reality star character and I love her on the show and I'm ready to kind of dive into what's, what's going down with her because I feel like, I don't know, there's some, I want to know about this boy. I want to know about what her, her vibe is. There's well, and her flimsy, on. her flimsy excuse about like not being present for the, for the pre-wedding festivities and stuff like that. Not RSVPing. Like I, I kind of want to get to the bottom of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's really going on there, Anish? What's happening? Um, but yeah, Family Karma is fantastic. If y'all aren't watching it, what are you doing? Like, this is one of those other, like, shows that it kind of, like, married to medicine that I don't feel like everyone is watching, but everyone needs to be watching. Well, yeah, and we're in, we're on season three. We're we're now again. We've 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 met everyone. We know everyone's stories, like their backgrounds. So like we're getting into the good stuff. The drama is happening. The fights are happening. Like it's 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 time to join now. If you haven't started it, like just jump in now. It's it's so good. 
And y'all let family, or not family, Mexican dynasties die. So don't let family karma die because we need yeah, new I didn't, shows. Yeah, I didn't watch an episode of that. Did not oh, watch Mexican a dynasties was wild. There was that, I can't even remember that one family, but you know who I'm talking about, everyone, the singing family. Oh, dear Lord. That son was next <laughs> level. That, no, that family was next level. Ugh, I miss Mexican dynasties. Okay. Enough about family karma. I feel like this is so quick, but it's just because we really didn't have that much to watch this week. Yeah. Like it's oh, three shows is, you know, not a lot. Again, we're in that, we're in that weird period between the holidays and the new year. So it's, you know, we're going to have a lot come 2023, but this is, this is nice for now. Just three. S- speaking of which, did you hear the rumor that let's, let's do some Bravo news before we move on to another show. The rumor is, is that okay. we're going to be getting, Jersey in February. Evidently, oh, really? Okay. Evidently, Teresa accidentally leaked the premiere date, but we know how <laughs> you know how Great. she is. She like commented on something she wasn't supposed to, and was like, "Oh, I thought I saw that somewhere." And then it's like, "No, you probably saw it on like a, a sheet for like work that you weren't supposed to reveal." Um, <laughs> but there's going to be some really big drama this season in Jersey. Um, I guess um, Adriana says on camera that like Melissa and Joe really weren't there. When Teresa was in jail, like it's all it was all for show. The oh, Gorges are moving into their new home now. They've they because they, you know they sold their house and they're moving into their new house in Jersey. So that's wild. Um, you also have you heard about the the New York drama? There's two different stories. The first we're talking. Well, about, there's one 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 of them. One of the wives is not continuing with filming. She yes. decided to drop out. So evidently there and was. I, like some anti-Semitism in the cast or on the show or also from the fans. And so that's why she dropped out. Oh, I thought it was, ju- I thought it was just from the fans. I didn't realize it was also on the show. And I, I, I thought it was just, she was getting a lot of heat from people in her DMS and she just decided it wasn't good for her or her oh, family. I heard that something happens on the show as well. So we'll have to see Ooh, what goes okay. down. Do we have another Ramona on our hands? Um, speaking of Ramona, I don't know. I, so you know that she's not. She's officially announced that she's not continuing. That she's decided to leave. Correct. And she will not well, be on Legacies. I think she was sure. let go, and she was like, "I've made the decision that after all these years, I'm going to leave." No, she was never going to come back. Let's let's not lie. But we only have only to have two OGs left. We have Teresa and we have Kyle. So who's going to last out longer? I think Teresa's going to last out longer than Kyle, but I also don't see. Kyle oh yeah, no. Teresa said too. flat out in an interview recently that she was going to stay with the show until she was dead so yeah and she's we gonna stay on it as long her. as the I show mean, is on Teresa is that show so I, I don't see that not happening um 100%. but there was something I saw online and I was trying to see if it was real or not but evidently Ramona tweeted after Lizzie Savetsky left New York she wrote one down five to go oh my god but I don't know if that's true or not but if it is wild wild Ramona you're an idiot I can't that's ridiculous also my final piece of Bravo news before we move on to the next show Schwartz and Sandy's is open in Atwater Village oh finally so they've been posting about it I it always jars me now these days when I when I see an image of Tom Sandoval and I'm like I wasn't there um because we are <laughs> oh my god stop please twins. you know it's true with oh the my stash. god if I just if I just curled it around a little bit here I, I, Ariana would be like, babe. And I'd be like, huh, me? <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on, so shall go we? go visit Schwartz and Sandy's um, and go say hi to me. Do you want to do Potomac or do you want to do Salt Lake? I want to end with Salt Lake. 
because I also want to okay. talk about the mid-season trailer when we talk about Salt Lake. And so okay. we should do Potomac great. first. Okay, great. Um, I, I, I guess these ladies are going to try to push the Chris narrative until the very end of the season. They're not going to let it go until it picks up. But like when a lie is a lie, it is a lie, y'all. And we can all see it. We can all hear it. No one believes the Chris crap. Um, Ashley's assistant notwithstanding Mia's bullshit claims notwithstanding people I, I don't understand why everyone just wants to like make this Chris thing be true when it's not yeah also I feel like we would have footage of Chris hitting on the friend at the party when they had cameras at the party the whole time so like yeah if, I'm sorry I think that's the that girl trying to get on the show in some sense I feel and like you're telling me that girl, if Chris had touched her in any way, you don't think the girl would have reacted and made a big scene at the party, please. Or that, again, we would have had footage of it. We would have it on camera. There were tons of producers and cameras there. You know what I think it was? This is just me being real for a second. Chris is a very friendly person. Obviously he works in the hotel business. He's a guy that's going to talk to everybody. She's a single mother who is looking to get some. If he's talking to her and she's into it, she's going to read the friendliness as flirting. You know, I, people do that all the time. It's a misconnection thing. So she could have totally asked Ashley, oh, what's up with that Chris guy? Are him and Candace still together? Thinking that him just talking to her and being a friendly guy was him being like, hey, what's up kind of thing. And so she was like reading into it. And then again, it all feels like a reach rumor. on everyone's yes. account. It feels like a reach. It feels like... It just doesn't make any sense, and it's not. It doesn't line up at all with how Chris has behaved on the show this entire time. There are other husbands, not even Michael Darby. There are other husbands in this cast that have acted, you know, terribly. Shady. Yes. Yeah, terribly. It's it doesn't make any sense. And honestly, if I were Candace, I would have freaked out a little bit too. I would have absolutely thrown out that Michael Darby news about the fact that he's been seeing a male escort behind Ashley's back, like. And also that makes complete and total sense. Robin heard the rumor years before yeah, this. Exactly. So it's been in it's been in the ether for years. It's not new news. Um, no. Ashley's being messy. Giselle's being messy. Like it's Wendy's being frustratingly annoying. Robin, I, I you know, besides I appreciate again, I appreciate Robin standing up for Chris, but Robin's a non starter. Mia is also being weird. Like I the previews for what's coming up and her and Wendy getting physical, like it's a wild season. It's 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 really crazy right now. Yeah, everything seems. We can't have down. any more. We can't have any more meetings in barns. We can't have any more meetings in barns where there's wine and all kinds of. Stay away know. from the barns, Potomac. Stay away from the barns. Well, they so do, stupid. They do move away from the barns because we get our first cast trip of the season to Miami. I've never been to Miami, but I assume Miami is exactly what these ladies say, where it's literally just everyone is naked and having a good time because that's all I've seen. But it seems like, and I get like, I get doing an Airbnb. I get it. But like, doesn't seem like they're anywhere near like South Beach where all like the fun is happening. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, speaking from experience right now, we are in a residential place and it does take us like a minute to get to the beach. Um, but I wasn't promising people South Beach. <laughs> no but also like you like there's room for all of you in your place like True. i'm kind of like i'm you know i don't like sharice don't get me wrong i'm not a fan of hers and like the ladies do tend to complain and bitch and moan about like everything however 
I'm the same. Like I'm an adult. I, I don't want to, I'm past the age where I'm going and sleeping in bunk beds or going and sleeping, like sharing a bed with someone like, or, you know, sleeping on a pullout. Like I'm an adult. I need to sleep in a bed and I need to have like a bathroom that I have access to. So like I can go in a hotel. If we're not going to get an Airbnb that's big enough for all of us, like it's fine. I will go to, ho- I will go to ho- in a hotel. I will. It's I totally mean, fine. I mean, that's, that's the problem I think with this this Mia situation is I think she overpromises and underdelivers on a lot of things. Yes. I think that's kind of yes. her her deal. Uh, I mean, I would have been upset even if I was also Giselle and Robin and be like, why are you always putting us together? Like, yeah, we're best friends, but like, w- like everyone wants their own space on vacation. Like, you don't want to have to be attached to someone all the time when you're like trying to relax. No, absolutely not. And again, like Miami, I'm sure had a lot more options than that. I think that Mia probably got a deal. Yeah. I'm sure and that's why she did it. You know, it's one of those things like, let's showcase this house. So give it to us for a discount or for free. If we put you on Potomac and it's probably like a friend. Yeah. It's a mansion, but like at what cost, at what cost and inviting nine people. Like who are these extras that we need to be inviting? Like really, really? It's like, well, her friend. I, yeah. I do like her new friend that we're being introduced to. What's her name? Jennifer. No. Yeah. I like her. I just, I, there's, Potomac, it's sort of like we already have plenty going on with the, the women that we already have. Yeah. Like, I, I I get, like, we're trying to see, you know, if anyone can join the group, if anyone decides to leave, like, who's going to – I get. We have to test friends of out and see where they land. But, yeah, we're inviting way too many people, in my opinion. We could have just invited the core women because they have plenty of issues to sort out on their own. Um but yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see. I mean, poor Candace, like <laughs> she doesn't have a room when she gets there, which that's going to be an issue. But well, that's, I mean, it doesn't, she have to share a room with, uh, is, or no, she's not sharing a room. Candace just doesn't have I don't room. know. Cause like, I feel like Sharice like was not kidding. I think Sharice very, very well may go to a hotel because like, it's not enough is. room. No. And she, she's fine. She has the money. She could totally do that. And I can totally And again, it's a, it's a great house. The pool's great. Like it is near the water, but like. You just get a house that's big enough for everyone. And what'd she call the trip? MIA? Yeah. Missing in action? Well, MI- <laughs> well no. MIA is Miami. That's like... No, I know. Code. But like she... D- but yeah, but then she kept saying missing in action. I'm like, I don't know if she gets it. No, she... she there's a she- lot of things where she's like, I don't... Yeah, I think things go over Mia, Miami, head. missing in action. Like, bless her. Bless her. Bless her heart. Okay, but quick question. Why is Peter mad at Wendy? Well, okay, but I didn't realize that Peter was friends with every one of them. Like, it's uh, no, just Peter's so just weird. A thirsty little bitch. Let's be real. Peter's just trying to get his way back into the housewives world. He's trying. To well, get no, his I paycheck. bet you, I bet you it's nothing. I bet you Wendy just recently let him know, like, hey, I've got too much on my plate. I don't think I can do the restaurant. Fair. So I think we're just gonna have you're gonna have to find someone else, and that's what I think he's referring to. I think you're right. I think I think that's Which, it too. Which she didn't sign any papers. She didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. She, she, nothing is legally binding. She decided it wasn't right for her. Like get over yourself. I've never liked Peter. He's a shady, shady dude. Oh no, I agree. But I do like, I I mean, I do like that her and uh, Wendy I'm speaking about her. Eddie had that conversation and he was kind of like, girl, I'm, I support you, but like, your mom just went into the hospital. Like you, mm-hmm. if you don't take care of yourself, you are going to end up in the same place. 
And in every shot, her poor little girl is like begging for her attention and begging for her love. And like when he's like, oh, I love you. And then moves right back onto the conversation. It's like, you just deal with what you've got, Wendy. Your plate is full. Your husband's telling you that. Your kids are telling you that. It's just, it's okay. You, like we all, we all can't be it all and do it all. We have to prioritize. Yeah. And yeah. No. And I get it. I get, I get where it comes from with her background and with her high achieving like brain. But like, she's got friendships to work on. You know, it's like you've got enough. Yeah, she's got she's got a lot of things she needs to handle before she even thinks about doing a, a restaurant, the Nigerian Chuck E. Cheese during the day, and then the club at night. Um, but I'm nervous for the fight that's that that pops up next week. It looks Mia looks like she's out for blood. I yeah, I mean, and Potomac fights don't end well. They get pretty crazy. They, they do not, as we remember. Gosh, what was her name? Monique, Monique Samuels, R.I.P. Uh huh. R.I.P. T'Challa. Oh, God. Well, that has more meanings now than one, but... Oh, um, the bird, the bird, the bird. Yeah, but we're also talking about the Black Panther. El, yes. El Bandera Negra, <laughs> as we watch. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I think everyone got that. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? Do we have anything else that I'm missing that happened on Potomac? No, I mean, they oh, cool. uh, they left the barn. They're off to Miami, and I think the Ashley good stuff gets going next week. Lawyer. Ashley had <gasps> which I thought was really good. Finally. Um, yeah, whenever Ashley gets embarrassed or gets, like, called out, she, like, kind of smiles of, like, full of guilt. And, like, watching the lawyer tell her, like, yeah, you need to um, have all this in writing. Like, get that prenup um like out like get this sorted like thank god you called me you should not be doing this on your own yeah her being like google and you sound a lot <laughs> different she's like girl i did not get my degree from google and i was like i love that. yeah exactly speaking of 100 speaking of ashley oh girl, how she and luke are still together she's been filming tiktoks at his house i know i know everyone kind of wrote it off as like just like a whirlwind romance which it still might be but like She's yeah, hanging out. They're hanging out. I don't see it lasting forever, but at least she's having fun. You know, I think it's going to, ha- I think it's going to have a good run. I think it's going to have a good run. I, I think it's going to be like maybe six months. And then I think she's going to be like, mm, can't do this anymore. Hey, six months of, of, of new young strapping man and not Michael Darby. We'll take it. We'll take it. Good for her. All right. Um, do we move on to our last show? I feel like this is like, one of the I've been shortest episodes I know, it's, ever. It's wild, but I think yeah. Let's let's move back over to U- the Utah. Yeah. The talk cold. about SLC. Ugh, I don't want to think about the cold. I know you're in it right now, but uh, don't even want to think it's about it. So nice. Um, one thing I'll just get out. I'll get it out of the way now, so we can get on to the other stuff. But like, I did want to say that even though I'm not a fan of Meredith, um, her nephew really has been through a lot. Yeah. Wow. Um. I'm assuming that he gave permission t- for her to share all of the details of the, of what happened to him. I don't know if I would have shared them all, but yeah. the fact that he let her do that was really um, brave of him. Very commendable. And um, he seemed to be doing well and I hope that he's still doing well. And I sent out a lot of love to marry the sister because that is not easy. probably a lot for a mother to experience with her child. Um, well, it, in, so this is I'm giving Meredith just this much grace. No, I'm giving you know, her a little sending bit of a lot grace of love to her well. family, but yeah. But no, I Absolutely. do think I do think he gave permission because what it sounded like from his mother is he's kind of on the road to recovery by helping others recover, which I always think is like 
a really great way to kind of help heal yourself is to, you know, under like see yourself and others and help others and in turn find out what you can do for yourself. Um, Absolutely. And so I think sharing his story and being like, yeah, I, what he did, which I was like, I couldn't even imagine, like I can barely smell that stuff. But like, that's, that's wild. And for her to say that on camera, I was just, my jaw was on the floor but it's good to see that her and her sister are doing well now. I know that they weren't doing well when the fa- their father died. So it's good to see that they're connecting. I did think it was kind of a little like being like, it, we want it to be a peaceful event. So make sure that you only invite your peaceful friends. And Meredith's like, that's hard with this group. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. She can't invite anybody. She'll, she has to just go by herself at this point. Yeah. Or just invite like, ugh. Just invite like Heather and call it a day. Yeah, I mean even even well, her and Heather are fine, but like that's uh, what I'm saying. Like she's like Whitney would be kind of out of place. Her and Jen are very hot and cold, and her and Lisa are are still like not great. So Heather would be the only person to really invite. Well, in that way Heather doesn't fight with Whitney or fight with Jen or fight with Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we get into the, I guess the choir rehearsal then? Cause I think that's the first thing that we really saw, which this whole choir rehearsal, the way the editors did this. Wow. I was, I was giggling. I was laughing. It killed me. Just the juxtaposition of just the scales being sung and yeah. then Lisa and Heather having it out. It was so well done. You I was like, your bravo editors. You're to the part. Home. But we got to talk. We really got to talk this out. We, 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 we got to like talk me? this out. Do you like me? Be honest. Do you like me? Oh, it's so. And, and, and Heather's standing there like slack jaw, eyes sort of crossed, just like dazed and confused. Like, I don't even know how to answer this. Like, I, again, I, I, I get where Lisa's coming from. She just wants the truth to be told. And it, she got a lot of flack for Heather saying that like she wasn't there for her when her dad died and she wasn't like she was very um out of touch when her dad died and that's not really true and I think that Heather could just say you know what you're right I got the details wrong I was just really upset so I just lashed back at you like if they would just try to speak each other's language a little bit more I think that they would be fine I think again the real rift is between Whitney and Heather and that rift is getting bigger and bigger and bigger um but yeah well and then it it even seems like you know because when Whitney and Lisa and and uh um Jen all went skiing they all seem to be kind of at at odds with Heather a little bit like again because Heather she's I think she just wants, she wants to be, she wants everyone to be okay. And she wants everything to be okay. And she wants everyone to like her. And she is so scared that people aren't going to like her because of all the changes she's making in her life. So where she can get like neutrality, where she can get everyone being kumbaya, she's going to take it. But with that comes not standing up to people when they're wrong or kind of letting things slide when people are wrong. And when you do that with all of your friends, you're going to get all of them like, they're all going to turn around and go, wait a second, who, who do you stand for? What do you stand for? Exactly. Like you gotta, like you gotta make a claim, you know? And, and I think Heather's tying herself in knots at this point and it's not working out for her. I agree. I think Heather tries to, it tries to be liked by everyone and she's very conscious of how she's going to come off to the fans as well, which I think is, yep. she has that problem where it's like, okay, we loved you the first couple of seasons, but now we're starting to see, what you're sacrificing in your own character to be liked by the fans and the masses. You know what I mean? 
Not yes. saying that I don't like her because I do. But I am oh, I love to see her. this. I am starting to see this character flaw, which I always see with tons of housewives in every city. You know what I mean? It's like I understand I'm on camera. I understand how I'm coming across, and I need to make sure that's a little bit manufactured to make sure that I retain the fan base that I have. Saying that. When I think she yeah. could be more honest, I think she could be more honest about the fact that she's like, I'm ha- my, my crisis of faith is rearing its ugly head again with this book looming and with my relationships kind of hanging in the balance. Like, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know who to talk to about it. And since I'm repressing all of that, like I can't deal with anyone else's stuff, especially stuff like Whitney's, which is also tied up in Mormonism and abuse and all that. Like it's, it's a complicated web, but like, and, Ugh, and I mean, also I, I was like kind of annoyed by Whitney for her being like, she knows that I'm going through with my religion and she wants to do this Mormon hymns at this choir. And it's like, well, that's what the, the choir was for. So it, it's, it's everyone who's been affected because you have two gay men right there sitting, uh, sitting right there playing the piano and leading the choir who obviously also have had a lot of trauma with the church, but they still want to be able to sing the songs that they know and you know and celebrate sound celebrate the music with each other celebrate, <laughs> oh my celebrate god the spirit um, yeah like I, again like i think whitney's in that place where like i think that what a lot of whitney's saying is valid but she's i think now she's in that place with heather where she's just like she's so irritated that heather hasn't like admitted that she is culpable for why She's she is also culpable for why the relationship is in a weird spot that she's just now on a on a she's on a tear about yeah. Heather. She's a little bit like, okay, I'm not gonna let up until Heather admits that she's wrong. That she needs to own this too. Yeah. So yeah, it's oof. I'm I'm nervous for the trip that's coming to San Diego. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like well, okay, let's talk about the San Diego trip really quick. So Angie H well Again, like, everyone, let me just remind everyone that Heather or Jen cannot go outside of the continental US. Okay. So, don't so be I mad. know it's lame, but we gotta just we gotta go where we can go. Okay, before I get into Angie K in San Diego, I really wanna jump back to the the choir rehearsal for just one more second. Because Angie K went up to Jen Shaw during the the warmups as well and was like, I'm sorry you were collateral in this uh, this thing. And I'm like, collateral, you were literally going you were literally posting stuff about her. So there's no there's no like you were just part of the, you know, you just had a stray bullet hit you. No, the bullets were directed yeah. at Jen Shaw. But I did think it was nice of her to be like, I am sorry. I'm sorry for my husband. And Jen being like, well, what Coach Shaw wants is a public apology from Chris. And she's like, I can give that to you. So if she gives that to him or he gives that to her, I think that would be, I think that would be fair. I still don't trust those two, you know, Angie, Angie. No, it just feels so desperate and it feels like, it just feels so desperate and it feels like she's trying so hard to get on the show. Yes. Yeah, I I agree. Now, I am also feeling that from the other two ladies a little bit. We've got Angie, Angie K., who is yeah angie h is the one who has the husband yes. angie k is the other angie who's friends with jen and then dana dana okay i <laughs> so angie k is bringing everyone to san diego and she announces it to jen by doing blow up blow up pool toys and like starting facetime everyone so she facetimes meredith who's with dana who angie k or angie which one is it angie k went to a spin class with meredith and dana and dana was like yeah jen shaw's a bully which is true i hate to say it she's right 
Yeah, but it's like we we know this. It's like I I don't know. I I, I totally agree. Dan is not wrong, and Jen is a loose cannon and is a total bully. But it's also like, where have you been? Like we all know this, and yeah. so like picking a bone, picking that bone at this point to me, it felt a little like of a stretch. It's like it's, yeah, we know. It's her trying to be like how what's what's a uh, fuse that I can light that will blow. Yeah, quickly? what claim can I stake yeah. here with these women? It's like okay, I'm gonna go after Jen. It's like I don't know. It's like low hanging. I'm fruit I'm excited girl, for this trip. Exactly, low hanging fruit. I'm excited for this trip because I feel like it's we're going to get more, we're going to flesh these women out a little bit more. Like who's really going to like stick around and who's going to be done at the end of the season. You know? Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to be honest. I think we're going to keep, uh, I think Angie H is going to stay. And I think Dan is probably uh, going to stay. So. I think we're yeah. going to have Angie K still remain a friend of, I mean, we'll talk about those scenes from the mid season trailer, uh, which do we have anything else to talk about with Salt Lake? I mean, I want to talk about the husbands because I absolutely totally team John. I am totally team John and I am so against team Seth, but I also think it was really great that like also coach Shaw and um, Whitney's husband, I always forget his name, but I just call him Whitney's husband. They were all able (laughs) to kind of talk about what's going on in their lives. And it was nice to see them all support each other. It's no Jersey husbands. I'm going to say that much, but I do like, to see these guys get together. Oh, I was watching it with my with my family. I made my family watch it on the big screen because I was like, I I need Amazing. to watch this. And my grandpa goes, "Why are we watching a sh- Why are we the men on the screen when this is a show about the wives?" And I was like, "Well, the husbands got problems too." And then they started diving it's into so it. So true. I mean, that's the thing is, I I I think I was I was sort of hoping that Seth and John, more so Seth, were gonna be like, you know what, like, let's not get involved with what the two what's going on with the two of them. Like, clearly there were things going on in their friendship that we weren't, like, necessarily privy to. And it all blew up when Lisa had her rage rant. And we've got to just let them sort stuff out. Because you and I have never had any problems. And we 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 obviously have to support our wives. But, like, let's not let that get in our, you know. In between us. But then Seth yeah. came right in with, like, I've never had a, a, I've never had one of my wife's friends attack my wife or whatever. And I was like, ooh, Seth. With no basis pull it back. of, the, of the, the facts and just spreading rumors. And I love John being like, well, your wife spread the rumor about Lisa in when they were in Arizona and he's like, yeah, but like, you don't understand like your wife saying all these things about Meredith and the way that she acted. And John goes, just let me remind you that just weeks ago, your wife said things about an affair that my wife did not have in Arizona. I just love how John is so level headed just in every sense. I mean, from this and then even going back a little bit when, when Lisa was talking about um, wanting to get back into the church and scripture with her kids and, and John being like, well, also, just so you know, like meditation and spirituality and finding God your own way is also a really Love good that. chance. Just showing his kids Love that, that like, a lot. you know, your mom is type A and is like, let's do the scripture. But like anything you want to do that brings you close to God is okay. I think John, and I found out John is a Scorpio because Mer- Lisa oh wished him a happy God. birthday a couple weeks ago. And you know, I got a soft spot, especially on Bravo, because there's not a lot of us on Bravo. <gasps> But when the when the husbands come in with the level heads for the for the for the wives uh, on these shows, it's it's always nice because they need a center to kind of bring them down to earth. And like, yeah, Seth is getting too involved with the drama, getting too involved with like Seth Meredith's business. Snowflake. Like, he does, and so it's nice when like the the husbands are involved, but they're they don't want to be on the show. 
you know, I mean, it makes sense with Seth because I mean, he can't keep a job, so he's trying to get one with Bravo. So, um, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm terrible. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just find I, Seth is just like another little pit bull for Meredith. And I'm like, who, she's just trying to form her little army. And I'm honestly, I hate to say it. I'm always going to be team Lisa just cause like, even if she's, she does the wrong thing, she's not like, like f- malicious on purpose. You know what I mean? It's right. always like on accident. Cause she's, she's right. trying to do right. I mean, that was the whole thing with Heather. It's like. I know I just needed to clear my name. Like I might've done it the wrong way, but like you were wrong too. And like, you have to, you have to admit that you were wrong as well because like th- that's all I want at the end of the day. And that's what all I was trying to prove. A hundred percent. It like Meredith is like doing these like attacks. It's like, Oh, I want, I want to make you look bad. I want to do this. I want to do that. But yeah. Um, now with the mid season trailer, was that was, was Jen pouring a, a drink on Angie K's head? Yes. Which I, so how did that, I wonder, I really was like, I wonder how that happens. I yeah. want to know who is trying, I bet you it's Whitney, but who's like trying to get into that room to talk to Heather. And then Heather walks out and obviously gets knocked in the eye or something because then I, she has a wonk eye. I don't know. I, here's the thing is I feel like that is a, that is an editing I think it's just an accident. I think that Heather just bumps her head or something. I think it's like a, I don't think it's like a malicious thing. I think it's just like a, editing. Yeah. But I do think, I do think it is Whitney trying to get into the room at night. Um, Right. And it looks like everyone kind of turns on Heather a little bit at the dinner. Like it's, everyone's got a little bone to pick. I mean, like you said, Heather's trying to like keep, you know, peace rings with everybody. And once you try to do that, no one's going to feel like they trust you. Because it's like, who yeah. are you actually loyal to? Like, I'd have a lot more respect to someone who was like, you know what? I'm on their side and like, we're cool. But like, you know, my loyalty lies with them at the end of the day. Because I'm like, okay, you're a real ass bitch and I respect game. So like, I'm uh-huh. going to do the same with 100%. you. I mean, you know, you know me, there's people that I'm that like, I don't like. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be cool. But like, at the end of the day, I've got my loyalties and my loyalties are my, my loyalties lie. And like, if I'd rather be real than be like a Heather. Yeah. I agree. Totally. Um, but this mid season trailer, I can't wait for that Maryland party. They all look wild. They all look, they all looked great. I'm, I'm ready. It's, for what it. a great theme. And especially for these ladies, I'm very excited. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but there's one wish that I hope that happens at the end of, uh, this season of salt Lake. And I want, uh, Lisa Barlow to come out with a Christmas album. No, absolutely not. I love her, but no, uh, uh-uh. uh, we're not Just doing it. Hers, oh, you know what I would do? I could do it. I could do a duet. Chestnuts, chestnuts no. roasting no. on an open no. fire. <laughs> No, what 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 melody are you singing? Like that is literally just like, the same. I was trying to do like a what is it called when you like have two different a harmony? <laughs> oh my god! Oh dear lord! Oh, you well, gotta hum it, with your 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 teeth open and your mouth closed. Do you have anything else for Salt Lake? No, I'm just trying to keep the human interaction here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need your, 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 a connection to the to the real world while I'm have my ten days and twenty one hours left here in. Well, more a little bit more than I that. That's until my check in for my flight. But. Well, and we're gonna be off next week, so we were not. We won't. We won't see our Bravo friends until the week after. Are we really off next week? Yeah, it's the holidays. Oh, darn. What am I going to do? I know. I got to find something else I, to watch. 
<laughs> you've got white lotus you've got other things i've already i've already blown through that dude i've already been flying through. Oh, trust me no i'll find i'll find a podcast or something i'll listen to like old episodes of the deep dive um oh great <laughs> all right well uh i guess i will talk to you then in two weeks well i'll talk to you next week because we have our other podcast which you guys aren't <laughs> listening to yet Check it out. It's called Highbrow Lowbrow with Matthew and Eddie. You can find it wherever you're listening to this. Um, and we, next week we're doing uh, our episode on the amazing Julia Roberts. And we'll be watching yes. the movies. Aaron Brockovich and My Best Friend's Wedding. So if you like those movies and you like us and you want to hear us talk about those movies, check that out. Just check it out. Yes. And for Hot and Bravo, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And um, we will see you all soon. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, bitch. Oh, my God. Goodbye. Bye.